I don't know what you think I've been doing for the last few hundred timelines, but I assure you, that's always been the plan. Uh Uh-huh. It's not my fault things haven't gone according to the plan. I'm pretty sure it is. It's not my fault. The boy simply refuses to stay alive. Well, he hasn't exactly been throwing himself to his death. He hasn't, has he? I'm at my wit's end, Laura. I... This is it. I just watched the love of my life die in front of me. Want a drink? I don't... Come on, Evangeline, I haven't been a teenager in years. You were so much lighter then. Besides, there isn't If you say the word time, I break your neck. It wouldn't do anything. It would make me feel better. There's a flask in the drawer. Oh, you could expel some demons with this stuff. Laura, I'm sorry that you were there. It's all right. There's no place I would have rather been. Michael left before, before it happened, went to grieve the only way he knows how. While I came here to you, it it kills me, you know? I know. Of course you know. I forgot who I was talking to. It still hurts. No. No, this isn't your moment. He was my... You get a thousand timelines with him. I just got this one. Can I get you anything? We can't just sit here waiting to die while you jump to the next timeline. So maybe, maybe if you stay, we can stop it and you won't have to go, especially if... That's not an option. I can't stay. But if I stay a little longer, Michael's getting people to try and march on the benefactor. It won't do any good. No, it won't. So either stay or go. You've got to choose. Mom? Uh, Mom? (coughs) Man, it's stuffy in here. Mom? Hey. Hey, Mom? You know, it's the middle of the day. You could... You should probably turn the lights on or something. I could open another window for you. Hi. It's... It's been a little while. I know, I I haven't come up to see you lately or anything. You're usually asleep when I leave for school and I don't... I, I, I know Raleigh comes to see you sometimes. And I know Buck usually comes to sit with you after school. Um, 
I don't really know what he does. I could... I, I could, um... Maybe... Sing to you? <laughs> like you used to sing to us? You, uh... I remember we'd get into these fights and you would sing to us. And I used to think it was so stupid. But it worked. It worked. And I wish... I wish... We, um... We miss you downstairs at the table. Hey, are are you awake? Would you would you look at me? I I know I know that you're you're sad, really sad, but I wish you'd um It's hard to talk when you're not looking at me. Today was uh fine. I didn't get in trouble. Thought I would. Not not for any reason. I'm I'm not a troublemaker. I just I I, I thought Dab was mad at me and he wasn't. And I thought Buck would be mad at me and he wasn't, not really. And Raleigh was a little mad at me and he got over it. I have a uh well, she's technically the guidance counselor, but I don't know, she keeps telling me I can be something great, you know? I keep messing up. Apparently that's all I ever do, but it doesn't matter, not to her. She keeps pushing me, and it's annoying and frustrating, but... but good? She... I don't know, she talks about me like... like she believes in me. She's helping me with... with some stuff. Some big stuff. Some some big changes. And I, I wish... I, I wish... Uh, I wish I'd never found you like that. Mom. Just... Hanging there. Buck? Where's Buck? We're looking for memory recordings of some kind. My guess would be tapes. Whoa. All this is... Whoa! It's a vault of Wes's timelines. Of course it's expansive. No one seems to believe the number of timelines that have existed, even though we repeated. <laughs> what is this? Victorian England read Rhino. Not into the top hat. He read a lot of Sherlock Holmes instead. And this? Wild Wes Whitaker. Oh, God, he was a cowboy? I wouldn't call it quite that. An outlaw? Minor. School teacher. He was actually quite good at it. He had a way with children, made reading simple. Huh. And look where he is now, failing almost every subject. Every Wes is the same, but different. You know, once, at a circus in ancient Rome, he was forced to face an actual rhino in the Colosseum, only to feel so guilty he ended up freeing the rhino and stampeding all through town. Caused quite a commotion. He he was caught due to stumbling over his own two feet. <laughs> Same but different. So, is there stuff about me here? Do your best to move past the temptation of examining your previous incarnations. Was I the Watson to his homes, or like a sexy saloon girl too brilliant for her own good? Those tropes are ridiculous and incredibly sexist. The West was nothing to romanticize. <sighs> I was in those timelines too. 
Or is every outing just gonna be all about Wes? We are in a giant vault full of his memories. But we're not here to look for his memories. We're here to look for yours. And I greatly appreciate it. I wouldn't be able to do this without you. <sighs> I don't think that's true. I mean, you're not my timekeeper. You're his. It's not like I deserve an intrachronological babysitter. I'm not... Laura, you're worth much more than that. Much more than you give yourself credit for. I... I ask for your help because I am well aware of my limitations, what I can and cannot do. There are simply too many memories here to sift through in a timely manner, and besides, I enjoy your company. Oh, sure. I'm a barrel of laughs. It's on my college resume. Laura. I get it. It's fine. I want to help, and like, I don't want him to die. I don't want any of us to die. I just... Oh, I also just want to get into college. You're much smarter than even that, Laura. You... You should give yourself more credit. I have known every Laura to be brilliant. None of you fall short. You're all brilliant painters, doctors, archaeologists, miners, socialists. Oh, okay, okay. So you've told me. And about how I fall short. No, that's... Whatever you put your mind to in any timeline, you do it with a sense of poise that rivals the mere mortals in your presence. You don't need me. You have got life sorted well on your own, even if that's hard to believe. Wes, he needs me much more than you do. Wes is not nearly as capable, frankly. But he was the one that was chosen, so I must protect him, because otherwise... Bad things happen when I get distracted from my duties. Wes, is, is everything okay? I... I'm sorry, Mom. I know this isn't what you want. Trust me, this is definitely not how I wanted to spend my afternoon either. He just can't be here. He's not going to be coming around as much anymore. Why? What happened? What What did you do? He's not leaving, is he? He can't. He can't leave. I... I'm sorry, but... I... I'm here... What do you need? I can... Maybe I can help? No. Not not you. Buck. I need Buck to help. Mom, please. I, I want to I wanna help. I... I don't know what's wrong. Why you... Why you feel like this. But how long? How long are you not going to feel well for? Don't you want to know how I'm doing? How Raleigh's doing? There was a kid at school that bullied him, but I stopped it. I, I protected him. And you... You... I need to see Buck. I got, I'm gonna go. I've got a date. You know, Mom, if you were only gonna be able to care about one child, maybe you shouldn't have had the rest. There's so much Wes everywhere. He takes up a lot of space. I'll say. It's always Wes this and Wes that. You know, I did not ask for this boy to be the protagonist in my story. It is his story. Yeah, it's mine too. And I don't like that I'm sharing screen time with a high school boy that still wears Velcro sneakers. He just ripped the shoestrings. It was a joke, Evangeline. I'm aware. Look, Laura, it's not fair. But that doesn't mean you aren't your own main character. You've got wants and goals and agency to achieve them. Well, I... Uh, have we checked that pile over there? While you what? 
It's nothing, an errant thought, a non sequitur. Evangeline! I am nothing without him, Laura. That's not true. It is true. I, I'm quite literally nothing without him. He's, he's my life's entire point and purpose. Alison Bechdel would be so disappointed in you. Is she a new Star Wars character? Is she a... What? No! She's a cartoonist. She came up with this way of measuring fiction called the Bechdel test. It's supposed to prove whether or not you have gender equality in a piece of fiction. Gender equality? That... Is that a concern in this universe? Can you take me to a universe where it isn't a concern? I... I don't know much about your politics. To be honest, those rarely factor into Wes's life, so it hardly factors into mine. <laughs> well, duh. He's a white dude. Everything works out for him. Not everything. So... You know Star Wars? I know every iteration of Star Wars. It's not always called that, you know, but it is the best title. What were some of the other titles? Uh, Star Battle, Death in the Stars, Star Killer, Once Upon a Time, and Tatooine. <laughs> okay, that one's terrible. <laughs> yes, yes it was. Is Wes a big Star Wars fan? I've never really heard him mention it. He's prone to an occasional binge, but he's not a collectible type. One iteration, he wanted to become a filmmaker, so he forced you all to reenact it. But it wasn't an obsession, more a casual knowledge. Hmm. Then I'd say you have something that makes you unique. I can't believe you asked me to meet you at the park. Now, what part is the most romantic? The fact that I use social media or the fact that we have to hang out at the park because it's walking distance from my house? <laughs> <laughs> the most romantic part is that it didn't take you very long to talk to me. Now, some guys worry about looking desperate. I clearly am not one of those guys. Well, I think it's cute. Refreshing. Not enough men are strong enough to show their interest. Men? Most just want to play games, but that's not where power, true strength exists. There's nothing stronger than a man who knows what he wants. Do you know what you want? I... You... You are really smart. <laughs> you know that? <laughs> okay. Thank you. I mean, you're pretty too. God, I mean, you're beautiful. Like, obviously, look at you. <laughs> but I didn't want you to think that I just like you because you're pretty. You're, you're not just pretty. You're, you're smart, too. And I, well, I like smart girls. And, and you, you have this overwhelming heart that's so big you want to engulf the whole world. You think that about me? I didn't lie when I told you I'd noticed you. Not just because I think you're cute, too. You're strong, Wes. Yeah. Strong. What's wrong? I kind of, sort of, just ran out of my mom. What do you mean? Well, we never really get along well, or at all. She's, she's got a lot going on. Buck, he normally sits with her after school, talks to her, tries to help. You know, um, he asked me to help, but I just, I couldn't. I found her about a year ago. She was, uh, yeah, I, I, I just, I had to leave. But you've been saying all these nice things about me. I just didn't want you to, to have the wrong impression. That doesn't make you a bad person, Wes. 
or any less strong. It just makes you complicated, layered. I like that in a man. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yes, really. And you know what? What? If I'm dating a superhero. Dating? Are we? We're really, uh. We're dating? We're dating? <laughs> <laughs> then I think we should do something really fun. I mean, I could hang out in the park with you all night, but I have an even better idea. And what's that? <laughs> Follow me. Red Rhino is brought to you this week by Script Anatomy. I first moved to LA uh, about seven years ago and I was planning on being a TV writer. That's what I moved to LA for. I knew nothing about it. I didn't go to school for it. I found Script Anatomy online. I think somebody had said something about something and I thought, well, this this looks like a really cool place to go. And so I did. I, uh, I went to Script Anatomy and I learned so much. If you if you want to get into TV writing or if you just want to learn, uh, they are incredibly, incredibly intelligent. Tanya is the amazing woman behind it. She demystifies the process of, of writing for television. And so I definitely recommend checking out Script Anatomy at www.scriptanatomy.com. They have classes taught by working writers, which is a really big point. All of their writers are working in LA and uh, you can take classes in the LA area or you can take them online. I have met some of my favorite people, some of the best writers I know I met through the Script Anatomy community and it's it's just really passionate and proactive and they're, they're so intelligent and they're so great. So you can use my alumni discount for 10% off any of the workshops or online classes. And that discount code is REDRHINO19, all caps. That's R-E-D-R-H-I-N-O-1-9, all caps. And uh, yeah, I really hope that uh, you take them take them up on that. It's it's such a good class. I cannot express to you. I love them so much. I, I think that they're really great. I hope that you take it too and, and uh, feel more confident in your own writing. The football field? We may have different definitions of the word fun because as far as I'm concerned, there's nothing fun about organized sports. I want to see you, to see all of you. Oh, all of me? Isn't that kind of a lot for a first date? <laughs> all your powers, everything you can do. You're trying to harness your powers, right? I mean, that seems like the best course of action, don't you think? Sure, it's, it's good to train, to learn about yourself, what makes you happy, sad, excited. But you're never going to know the full extent if you don't let a little loose. Huh. So you said excited, and I honestly didn't remember anything after that. Is that weird? Wes, you keep so much in check. And I get it, you know? I get that you keep it all bottled up inside. That you just want to shout and be as loud as possible so that maybe, just maybe, someone will see you. I see you, Wes. I see everything that you are. Powerful. Strong. You don't have to impress me. I'm already impressed. Yeah. How are you even real? <laughs> <laughs> so, how about it, Wes? Shall we see what you can do? Let's go. <laughs> Laura? Are you all right? Oh, you know this is like looking for a needle in a haystack, right? Ridiculous. This is nothing like looking for... Oh, my for God. 
Why can't you understand a simple joke? I was going to say this is nothing like a needle in a haystack because we don't even know what needle in which haystack. Oh my god, there's so much stuff here. How are we supposed to find anything in this mess? Don't timekeepers have a filing system? I mean, this just feels like the playroom closet everyone throws stuff into when they don't want to clean. An apt comparison. Oh, if I have to come across one more pair of gross gym socks. It's not the timekeepers at fault. Vaults are like the humans they're based around, since Wes is a... Hot mess. His vault would be the same. Then what are they for? Do you guys even look for anything in here, or is this just like a massive just-in-case room? Someone's got to remember the past when everyone is gone. Oh, you made it sad again, Evangeline. I did, didn't I? All right, well, let's see if I can make myself useful. So, the vault is a West shrine. Not a shrine so much as a physical representation Oh, so we've just got to use West logic. This logic being... You said we're looking for tapes, right? So what's most important to Wes Whitaker? Family. They'd be with all the things about his family. Wasn't that the pile by the wrestling masks? Oh, old-timey Buck and Wes pictures. The stuff Zygote Raleigh got him. A ball and glove to play catch? That's so cheesy. Wait, that's weird. What's this? That's... He made me that. (laughs) Oh, no kidding. It's the Death Star made out of macaroni noodles. (laughs) He's so dumb! No, it was nice. He asked me when my birthday was. Of course, I don't have a birthday, but he was determined. He made me this. Do you think he considered me part of his family? And this, this is a tape. I found, I found a tape, a bunch of tapes. At least I think they're tapes. But is this it? We don't really have anything to play it on. Benefactor technology plays anything. I have everything in here, every, everything in its place, everything perfect. Come on, Super Nanny, where did you put it? Where did you... Super Nanny. I really must miss him. So, is that it? Sure sounds like you. Laura, we've got to get back now. Bleachers make me a superhero anyway. And, I mean, I don't need detention on top of being grounded. Oh my god, Wes. Do you see what you just did? You moved half the bleachers. I bet with training, you could move the entire school. I don't know about moving the entire school. But you could. Don't you get it? And with that kind of power, who could stand in your way? Whoa, whoa, whoa. What do you mean, stand in my way? I have no way. I'm I'm just trying to save the world. (laughs) Think about all the good you could do. You could help your brother. He'd never be bullied again. I could end bullying. I I, I could stop people from being horrible. Make them realize... (laughs) No, wait, wait, wait. That that doesn't sound right. Are you really going to let Evangeline's restricting moral compass stand in your way? How do you... I knew it! Chad? Chad? Oh, I knew you were that sweater kid. (laughs) What are you doing here, Chad? It's late. The rhino pit did something to you. (laughs) No one should be here. We shouldn't even be here. Now you're... What did you say that day? 
The red rhino? Put the bat down, man. Oh, good. See, I was afraid you were gonna deny it. Like the bleachers aren't you know, suspiciously in the middle of the field. <laughs> Think you got something to say to me, sweatshirt boy? Look, Chad, I'm sorry. I didn't mean- No, 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 no. Don't tell me you didn't mean it. Don't go apologizing when you were just getting interesting. I saw the look in your eye. You enjoyed busting me up into little pieces, didn't you? You're not my favorite person, but I, I should never have hurt you. Don't think it was you at first. Stupid voice, weird scarf around your face. You know, everyone was too drunk at the quarry to believe me, and <clears throat> you know, I, I didn't believe me. But I knew. I knew it had to be you. <laughs> Great, so now you know. What are you gonna do about it? Tell the papers? My parents? Sell the story to some stupid website? <laughs> what website? Boring! God! Boring and says boring! I don't want to turn you in, you idiot! Me and this bat here. Me want to turn. So either stay or go. You have to choose. Michael's marching on the benefactor? Yes. He will he won't get very far. Wes almost made it this time. I've I've got one more. If I can just find a way to remember to keep my memories. They're already fading, Evangeline. This isn't the last stand. We have one more chance. We can do something else. Maybe I can talk to Michael. Laura. Or you can talk to Time Crunch. He'd love that. Laura! If you go, that's it. That's the last chance. And if I don't? I believe in you, E. So does... Did. Wes. But are you really prepared? Maybe that's what will work this time. Then you made your choice. I guess so. We are not footnotes in his story, you know. We aren't mindless soldiers here to sacrifice for the greater protagonist. We have stories, too, of love and loss. Laura, if I ever made you feel like We're not soldiers, Evangeline. You're not a robot. You're just as much a main player in this story as Wes. Created and written by Megan Fitzmartin, directed and co-produced by Gloria Isley, and produced by Lanita Harless, with music composition and sound design by Eric Jorgensen. This episode featured Jesse Einstein, Hershey Wingler, Dylan Welk, Kimberly Woods, and Nadia Vasquez. Additional voice by Victoire Charles. Thanks to Mary Mansion for our logo. Make sure to subscribe and join us in two weeks for the continuing adventures of Red Rhino. Red Rhino.